With the holiday season and end of the year around the corner, many of us will be thinking about New Year's resolutions. And the number one resolution that I often hear about, and I'm sure you hear about this as well, is often around physical health, to get in better shape, to have more physical energy, or to lose weight. It's a struggle that many of us go through, from going through phases of being in shape or fit or less fit, phases of exercising and not exercising. Well, I say, why wait for the new year? Stop procrastinating and let's get started. You're listening to Mind Manners, hosted by licensed psychotherapist Albert Nguyen. Albert helps his clients overcome past trauma, change their mindset, and accelerate their personal and professional development. This podcast covers a wide range of mental health and self-development topics, with each episode offering an actionable step towards a better you. If you're on a wellness journey, keep listening. If you think that exercise and mental health are two different things, you are mistaken. Mental health is health. And as a therapist, I recommend everyone, if you have an abled body, use it. You will be rewarded for your efforts. So working out and exercise is one of my biggest passions and one of the ways that I use to maintain my overall health. It has been my stabilizing force for as long as I can remember. Now, I started working out when I was just about 12 years old. It started as a means for survival. I was bullied for being out of shape and was called many different names that led me to become very self-conscious and hypersensitive about my physical body and appearance. This is typical of body dysmorphia, which I will have to get into in another session, as it is a huge issue these days with social media and, you know, all the platforms out there that are exposing us to ideas of what beauty and fitness looks like. But it was this pain of shame that pushed me to do something at the age of 12. I wanted to feel something other than weakness and afraid which seemed like the theme of my life growing up. You can say I was on a mission. This was pre-internet and pre-YouTube days. The lack of external resources meant I had to rely heavily on my own internal resources. I remember, for example, using the steel pipe and connecting two large buckets with gravel in them as my weight set. The point is, I really had no idea what I was doing or if it was going to work, but I stuck to a schedule and routine. It's that structure that created success. I was consistent, and that consistency added to the progression that I was getting over time. It compounded. Fast forward to today. Working out has become a lifestyle. It wasn't always like that. It was a love and hate relationship to begin with, but now it's like the air I breathe. It's just something I do. No questions asked. It feels like my medicine. It's allowed me to build a strong relationship with my body over the years and learning what it can do. It's amazing to feel how strong this body can become. It's helped me through many stressful days and very hard times in my life. And I truly believe that a strong body is a strong mind. There is no doubt that we all know the benefits of exercise and how it can improve the quality of our life in so many ways. I am often saddened by the thought that many of us are not prioritizing and optimizing our physical health and never ever truly experiencing how powerful our body really is. It plays such a huge role in quality of life. 
I often hear people have great intentions and moments where they feel inspired or motivated, but it doesn't last. They somehow struggle to sustain the effort long enough to make this a lifestyle. And other things show up to take precedence over health and fitness. But the truth is, without health, nothing else matters. So let's not waste any more time and let me give you some tips so that you can make exercise more a part of your life so that you can reap the benefits of this vessel that's been given to you so that you can drive through life in the best way that you can possibly can. Now, one of the first things is starting with your why. I know this seems very cliche, but this is a huge factor in motivation. Reasons reap results. Upgrade your why. Stack your reasons to work out, like why you should work out and why you should exercise and be active. We have enough reasons and excuses not to. Let's build up the excuses to be active. Dig deep. The psychology of motivation deserves a full session on its own. So we'll take a deeper dive in another session. For now, I want to give you some useful and practical tips that you can apply right away. The next thing is to find an exercise that you enjoy or think you might want to try. You can try several things. Personally, I love weight training, boxing, hiking. I actually hate running on the treadmill, but I'll do it sometimes. I just prefer running outside if I could. Keep an open mind, especially if you haven't exercised since PE in grade school. Those memories are old and needs to be updated. And honestly, if you haven't tried weight training or some sort of resistance training, I urge you to try. It might be the best thing for you. So the biggest barrier to exercise is something we all are guilty of at one point or another. It's the reason that holds us back from taking care of ourselves or doing anything useful these days. And that's not having enough time or finding a convenient time and place in the day to do it. Like for me, In the morning, I'm still feeling tired. Lunch time is too short. I still have work to do. After work, I am exhausted and want my dinner. And in the winter, it's cold and dark outside. You know what I'm talking about. All these reasons or excuses may be true, but it's important to find your way around them. When we stack excuses upon excuses, no matter how valid they are, we are training our minds to fall victim to them rather than being solution-focused. You have to start thinking and treating your workouts with the same level of urgency and importance as that work meeting you have or that that doctor's appointment. You need to schedule it in. And it's not about having time. It's about making time. You are in control of your life. So be solution focused. How can you make time to exercise? That's the question you need to ask. The four elements of behavioral change is make it obvious, make it attractive, Make it simple and easy and make it satisfying. It's helpful to pair it with an existing habit, such as exercising before or after breakfast. Take a quick short walk after lunch at work. If you really struggle with building habits, I recommend reading more on this from the book Atomic Habits from James Clear. Now, here are my top tips to get more exercise in your life. Train with a partner or join a fitness group. Having a support group that does what you want to do more of holds you accountable. It makes it harder for you to decide not to do it. Just like attending that work meeting, people expect you to be there. And yes, there is a social aspect that makes it more enjoyable 
when you're training with people. Next, commit by paying up front. Pay for a gym membership up front, personal training, or a class, or if you really want to immerse yourself into it. Build a home gym or get workout equipment for your home and set up a space, like a designated space for this. Having a place to work out removes some layers of decision-making and gives you a clear option. Number three, get a nice workout outfit with good shoes and maybe even a nice water bottle to encourage hydration. This is another financial commitment, but also makes the process more enjoyable. Number four, listen to music or an audiobook or something that helps boost your motivation. In the past, I would have a playlist of songs that would take my intensity to the next level. Nowadays, I like listening to podcasts and audiobooks on occasion. Sometimes nothing at all. But the point is, have a playlist of your chosen audios to give you that extra boost when you do need it. Number five, and this is something that continues to help me even to this day, is have a workout plan. Don't just go in and wing it. It's much more helpful to have an actual workout plan because it removes the additional decisions you have to make, especially if you decide to work out at the end of a long day. The last thing you need is to think about what type of workout you would do. So plan out your weekly workouts. There are plenty of free workouts online, so don't skimp on this. And last, don't be afraid to try new forms of exercise and take on fitness challenges, like spontaneously signing up for a 5K or a obstacle race. Even if you only try it once, get out there and take this body for a test drive. Plus, you know, push your limits. Push some limits here. Find the outer edges of your limits. See what that feels like and what this body is capable of. Many of us live without ever getting close to experiencing the full horsepower of this amazing machine. So as you progress, yes, introduce some challenges, some fitness challenges, do some races, do some obstacle races, do some competitions. It will make it, the process much more fun for you. So try some of these tips or all of them. Some of you may not even need some of them. The hope is to start creating momentum in the direction of working out and slowly immersing yourself and stepping into that lifestyle. The hope is that it just becomes who you are and that you just are the type of person who values health and fitness and will no longer need external tools. Some of these things mentioned like getting a workout outfit, using music, having a person to work out with, and so on and so on. While these things can be helpful, when you commit to this life long enough and embody it, you will no longer depend on those things. Your workouts will no longer require anything outside of yourself. And these things will become secondary and supplements to enhance what's already there. And that's when you'll know that this has become a part of your life now. This is who you are. So just enjoy the and experience yourself in new ways through movement, whether that's golf, tennis, swimming, fencing, boxing, CrossFit, you name it. Give it a go. So there you have it. These are some thoughts and pointers about exercise. It's certainly an important part of overall happiness in life. So the question I want to end this with, if you're not exercising or if you already are, how can you get more exercise into your life? Please share what works for you and what you're trying out. I would love to learn from all of you. Talk to you all in the next session. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Manners with Albert Nguyen. We hope you found value in this episode. 
If you'd like to work with Albert one-on-one, visit OptiMindCounseling.com to learn more about his private practice. Looking to join a community of like-minded individuals? Search Mind Manners Podcast Community on Facebook and join our group to connect with others on their wellness journeys. Finally, if you haven't already done so, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and let us know you're enjoying the show.